This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 114. After being married for any period of time, routine and autopilot can often take over. With career and everyday life, it's important to know what steps to take to freshen up your relationship a bit. In today's episode, I'm going to share what things I have done that have reset, renewed, and refreshed my relationship after 19 years. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. In today's episode, I'm going to give you 10 simple suggestions that freshen your relationship. Now, being married for 19 years or together with my husband, 19, married 18, you know, it takes intention to freshen a relationship and a marriage. And so with that intention, there are some things that have worked that I want to share with you in today's podcast. So number one thing is make love more often. I know this seems like a no-brainer, but trust me, life really can get in the way of intimacy and staying connected physically. Regular intimacy is a crucial part of staying connected emotionally. Sex is one of those things that only you and your spouse can engage in together. Sexual intimacy is also the practice of oneness, the way God intended. And so for those of you who are not familiar with the concept of oneness, Oneness is the act of aligning, acting, and being as one. And so before marriage, oftentimes, you know, sex is no problem. It's like, oh, yes, this is great. This is what life is going to be like. But then you get married and then all of a sudden life gets in the way. You don't have time. I can't begin to tell you how many couples I have counseled over the last 17 years And the number one question I ask them when they are in conflict and they don't see eye to eye is, when's the last time you made love? And every single couple is like, huh, they can't remember. So with that being said, when there's so much time that goes by without you connecting and engaging physically and intimately, it really creates a distance and a division in your marriage, oftentimes without you even realizing it. So this couple, I was like, so several couples, but I would say things like, okay, so you haven't made love in over two months or over a month or over three weeks or whatever it is, because it's usually a long period of time to the point where they can't even remember. And that's really the first uh, piece of homework, right? The first assignment is to make love. Now, if you're, if there are other issues like, oh, you know, we can't even go there. We can't even get there. Then, you know, that's another podcast, but making love more often 
really helps you reset and refresh in your relationship because you just engage differently. You remember, it literally comes back to your, your remembrance about, oh man, yes, I love this. This is great. And you know, okay, this is why we, what we loved so much before we got married. So number one, make love more often. Number two, take a trip together. Travel is the one of the best ways to renew and reset your relationship. Why? Because you leave behind the many distractions that keep your spouse on the bottom of the list, right? Working, kids, cooking, household chores, friends, and other the other million responsibilities, and the list goes on. So travel doesn't have to be expensive. It ha- just has to be intentional. Take a staycation even, or book a dream trip to a bucket list destination. Either way, when the two of you leave the hustle and bustle behind and focus on each other, it's more likely that the refresh you need or are looking for in your relationship returns. And so my husband and I, for the last five years, we've been belonged to an amazing travel club or a travel membership, and they offer dream trips. And these are these amazing curated trips all over the world at amazing prices. They're like four and five star hotels and above at really these amazing inexpensive prices. And it truly has been the tool that we use most regularly to reset, to reconnect. We have lived both very busy lives. And as an, as a result, we're like, okay, the quarter, where are we going to go next quarter? Where are we going to go next quarter? And then when we feel like things, tension, we're kind of snapping at each other way more than we when then we're used to, we, I kind of look at the calendar and I'm like, oh, okay, we need a vacation or we need a quick getaway to just reset and remind each other of the priority that each other, that we committed to making each other when we got married 18 years ago. And so um, to sh- I, if you're interested in this travel club dream trips, please, um, I have a link that you can go to. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the jet setter. Bit.ly forward slash T-H-E-J-E-T-S-E-T-T-E-R. And so check it out. It'll have a little quick video about the um, the the club and it really is a huge blessing to our family. Number three, create a date night. Although we're in the middle of a pandemic at the time of this podcast, creating a block of time on a specific day of the week where you both focus on connecting with each other is huge, huge. Now, it needs to stay the same time, same day. So make sure that when you guys figure out what day that is, that you do not schedule anything during this time when you have, when you literally are going to be focusing on each other. It can be over dinner, it could be dancing, talking, going to the movies, or even just snuggling up for a night on Netflix or a night of, of Netflix. But it's all about creating the space and making your relationship a priority because over time, date night becomes something that you both look forward to. Creating date night totally saved my marriage. Me, We had three babies in three years and listen, the first six years of our marriage, I was like, what? You want to do what? You want to spend time? Like I need some time by myself. (laughs) So date night 
really saved our marriage. And my husband got to a point where he was really looking forward to it. And I did as well. And then you can do fun things like have him plan the date night this month. And then you play plan that date night next month, or you just switch weeks. But the thing is, is like, it keeps the relationship fresh. And it gives you guys something to look forward to on a weekly basis versus quarterly or yearly basis. And it keeps you guys engaged. Number four, let him fly coach. What does that mean? (laughs) So letting him fly coach means allowing him to do what he loves, even if you don't like it. So I remember when my brother told me that he only flies first class. And my sister-in-law said "Mm, she would rather have the money that my brother was going to spend on her first class ticket She'd rather have that in her pocket to do something that she would like more with the money, like a spa day or a shopping spree, or even just saving it up for a big ticket item. So the moral of the story is that you can learn to love your significant other even, or really allow, you can allow them and learn to love your significant other if, even if they're happier doing something that you don't wanna do or you don't like to do, because it really opens up your relationship for way more acceptance and understanding of each other's passions and desires. Because you don't have to do everything together. You don't need to like everything together. But allowing your significant other to fly coach, to do what what makes them happy, brings such harmony to any relationship. Number five, support him being with his friends. While your man may not verbally express how important his guy friends are to him, Trust me, trust me, trust me. They are more important than you think. My husband loves to play golf and he loves playing golf with his friends, loves it. Traveling to golf on golf trips with his friends. And if I were to prevent him from doing something he truly loves, which is flying coach and keeping him from his friends, that is a recipe for marriage disappointment, marriage disaster, marriage division, sometimes even divorce. So you don't, don't try this at home. Just take my word for it. Allow your husband to be with his friends. Allow him to do what he loves to do. He will bend over backwards in appreciation and gratitude to really support you doing those things for you. Like we as women, we don't try to make us sacrifice being with our friends, right? Or don't make us do something or don't, allow us to do what we love to do. It's like such such a double standard sometimes where women, we're like, oh, well, we need you to go shopping with us. We want you to be excited about it, right? Now, our husbands usually aren't excited, but they'll do it anyway. But then when they want to go out and go golfing, when they want to go out and spend time with their friends, we're like, well, how long are you going to be? And then we're calling him, what time are you going to be home? As opposed to just let him go. There's so much better husbands and fathers when you allow them to do things that they love to do with your blessing, with your, um, you know, with your support. It makes a huge, huge difference. Number six, find a new hobby together. Find something that you both love doing together. So research shows that when a married couple starts doing something new together, that it, it enhances their friendship. Now, many of us may be married to our best friends, which is beautiful, but some of us may not be. And we've got to do the work to really cultivate that friendship. And so finding a new hobby together is one of those ways. And so if you don't know where to start, begin by writing a list of 10 to 20 things that you love, love, love to do. 
from traveling to working out to knitting to dancing, whatever it is, and then compare your list to each other's. So when you finish, you see what similarities that you what similarities you have. So pick one thing to start first and schedule it within one to two weeks of doing this exercise, no longer, right? Because then you're just doing, you're just kind of going through the motions and not executing. So we need to make sure we execute on this finding a new hobby together. And it doesn't have to be something big or expensive. It could be something simple like horseback riding, right? It's something that you can do in a day, don't need a whole bunch of experience. All you need to do is research horseback stable or horseback riding in your area, and then you can book it pretty quickly. Number seven, laugh, 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 laugh. Is your relationship boo? Is it blah? You know, is there is it hard for you guys to find joy and laughter together? Then laughing is something, is probably something that you need desperately. And if you haven't laughed in a while, then you can take steps to freshen your relationship in this area by researching a comedy club, watching a funny movie, or even sharing really funny stories with your significant other. Because even if you've been together for six months or a year, six years or 60 years, there are a ton of experiences that you've had together that you can really laugh about. So that is number seven. Number eight, show gratitude. Showing gratitude immediately changes your perspective about everything. Mostly because you're removing the negative thinking and energy towards your significant other or relationship and redirecting those thoughts and energy towards the things that you love most. You can even start by writing it down. So write down a list of things that you're most grateful for in your significant other and review it regularly, especially after a fight. (laughs) I know that this is something, a, a, a practice or an exercise that I do that is so important to me because, you know, there are times when Adrian gets on my last nerve and I literally will go to my list. It's in my notes, in my, on my iPhone. And okay, I'm so grateful that he takes care of Um, the trash without me asking. I'm grateful that he supports me in X, Y, and Z. Like all of the things that I list, it reminds me. And then when you say it out loud versus just reading it, it's even more powerful because when you say it, you're really hearing yourself saying, saying it and it shifts your perspective from, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Am I gonna make it to happily ever after to, wow, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm over, dramatizing or I'm, I'm being a little bit extra around this when it's really not that big, that big of a deal because my husband does so much to, to counter these negative things over here. Okay. So showing gratitude is really important. Number nine, put down the cell phone. So this is really important because Spending uninterrupted quality time together is everything. So close the computer, turn off the cell phone, clear your schedule, and just spend time talking about more than just coordinating the family schedule. So with so many distractions in our lives from the 800 daily notifications on our computer and cell phone to television, to news, to kids, all of it, right? Practicing the skill of being present 
in conversation with your significant other is all of it. It is so, so important. And it's such a small thing. You would be surprised how hard it is for people to turn off their cell phone, turn off their computer, and just get, be undistracted with their spouse. So how annoyed are you when you are pouring out your heart to your man and then in the middle of you pouring out your heart, he laughs because he's scrolling on, you know, and he reads something or he's totally not present. And so there's an indication that he's not paying attention to you at all. How annoyed are you? Annoyed. I know you don't even have to answer because they are too. It's really interesting, right? This can be a double standard as well, where your husband or your your man's significant other is, they want all of your attention, but then when you have something to say, they want to multitask. <laughs> no, no, no. So put down the cell phone and be present in your conversation with your spouse. This totally refreshes your relationship or it totally freshens your relationship. Um, number 10, Step outside of the box. Do something that neither one of you have ever done before. Whether it's taking a cooking class, like a sushi cooking class, or a you know a, a themed cooking class to salsa dancing lessons, a motorcycle or photography class, something fun together brings you closer, not only because it's fun, but also because of the shared experience that it offers and the bond that it creates. So let's say you're taking a motorcycle class and then now you both end up loving it. You buy your motorcycle, you've got matching motorcycle jackets, whatever, right? You become belong to a club. It's something that you, the shared experience that has fostered a new connection in your relationship. And so don't just, don't think about it. Don't just do it. Don't think about, oh, should we do we do should we take these classes? Should we should we take this cooking class? No, just do it. What's the big deal, right? It's a few hours out of your life and who knows, this may lead to something where you've taken this French cooking class, now you guys want to go to Paris together. And it's something that can really snowball into something really beautiful. And so just being intentional about freshening your relationship, just refreshing, restoring, renewing, reigniting the intimacy and the closeness and the emotional connection that drew you guys together before you got married. It takes intention and execution and a very committed, mutually committed practice of engaging and and really committing to doing these things on a regular basis. And if you find that you are feeling very distant and disconnected from your spouse, I want to encourage you to try these 10 simple suggestions. Even if you start with one and then you see how great it's working, then do go do the next one. You don't have to do all 10 today, but these are just something for you to try. So the one that resonates with you most, do that one first and then try something else on the list. And so I hope that these suggestions help you in freshening your relationship because they do ours so often, so frequently. In fact, we are um, 
the time of this podcast, we are actually in St. Lucia, the beautiful island of St. Lucia in the Caribbean, and we've never been here before. And so we've knocked out a couple of these, um, these suggestions on the list in one fell swoop. And so be encouraged. Thank you so much for continuing to listen each and every week and sharing this with your family and friends. Love you with all my heart. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Hi sister, it's Christy Little-Jones, Chief Cheerleader for women all over the world. I have a heart for you and I love sisterhood. I've been blessed with amazing friendships that have created and cultivated an awesome circle of love, support, and celebration in my life. And I know many women don't have that. I'm creating a global sisterhood that offers the love, support, sisterhood, and safe place to be brave that I have experienced for decades. It's called She Loves Hard. She Loves Hard, the global sisterhood, is for women who go all in and are passionate about life. Loving hard is who you are. Difficult times are inevitable, but hard times don't take you out of the game. You get back up, confront the pain, learn from your mistakes, face your fears, forgive yourself and others, do the soul work that requires you to grow, embrace your journey, appreciate your flaws, and despite everything that comes your way, you endure and courageously still love hard. Whether it's in relationships, parenting, health, business, finances, education, career, or spirituality, you don't give up and you don't stay down because you are powerful, fearless, passionate, and brave. She is you and she loves hard. I'm creating the She Loves Hard Mentorship club in the new year and I want to get it right. So I need your help in providing feedback on what specifically is important to women when it comes to mentorship. To become a part of the pre-launch group, please text the word love, L-O-V-E, to number 202-918-3358. That's text the word love, L-O-V-E, to the number 202-918-3358. 3358. And when we connect via text, I will let you know next steps. Until then, keep loving hard. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I hope that it was encouraging, inspiring, supportive, or just maybe it made you feel like you were not alone. And so thank you for joining me. If we are not connected yet, I would love to connect with you over on social media on Instagram at wife.wisdom and we can connect there. Please DM me how the Wife Wisdom podcast has encouraged you, how it has supported you, how it has been brought up aha moments for you. I read and value and cherish all of the testimonies that I receive from you. So please, please, please keep them coming. And if you have not already rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so. You would just go to iTunes. You could go down to the very first episode where it will say, write a review. And so by writing a review, it helps other women who are looking for the Wife Wisdom podcast to find it. And so please rate and review our podcast and it helps other people to find 
uh, our, our different episodes. So again, thank you so much for not only joining, but continuing to share this with your family, your friends, your sister circle. I so appreciate you and value your consistent listenership. So have an amazing week and I look forward to connecting with you next week. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.